everybody. Welcome to another episode of the AroundTable.ca podcast. I am joined by my colleagues, uh, Stephen, Johnny, and Dino from Two Mountains. And, uh... Hello, everyone. <laughs> that was really enthusiastic. Hello, everyone. Hello. I just took a dump and took all the energy out of my body. Thank you very much. I'm, uh, well, we're okay, all... We're, we're all nope. sad today because the Irish embassy burnt into flames. That's true. I'm a little sad. Did it? Yeah. That's a, they, yeah, it did. They burned down last night. For people who don't know what the Irish embassy is, it's uh, a Montreal Irish bar. It's pretty iconic on Bishop Street, downtown Montreal. And it uh, burned down last night or this early this morning. Yeah, I don't know if the actual Irish Embassy itself is iconic. I think it's just it was an, an Irish pub. It's just the building itself is an old building, and but it's uh, been around for a long time. I mean. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been around for a while. And so the, I just had a beer, a harp. So uh, I dedicate this uh, to the Irish Embassy. Uh, many memories I had there, a couple with you guys there too, and uh, hoping they rebuild it. Ah, we hope so. Hey, if, if Thursdays can come back. Yeah, something shouldn't, but you know. And for those of you who don't know what th Thursday is, essentially, it's not a day of the week. Exactly, it's a it's a club for um, known it's to. A market. Well, it's a bar. It's a yeah, it's a bar, but it's also bar, yes. they they were known for leave your ring at the door night, and uh, it was known for cougars and people that were looking for extracurricular activities outside of their marriage. Like every bar in the world, that's how it is. Yeah, but that that place was bad. Yeah, it was known for that. <laughs> that it was known for that, man. It's not as if you can go to Grumpy's and have that same thing. It like yeah, but yeah, it, it, Grumpy's is no nobody in there. Well, that's why it doesn't happen there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there has to be somebody in there for for stuff to happen. No, so. that club. Well, there's staff. I mean, there's staff. So I mean, you know. Okay. And for right. our, and for our listeners, I know we haven't uh, released something in a while. I don't remember when the last time we released something. Was it before Christmas or was it after Christmas? I don't remember. Christmas. It was a little bit after Christmas. So, and um, well, let's cover our basis. If it was before Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Valentine's Day, Happy Puppy Day, Happy <laughs> Journée Internationale des Femmes. Did I miss one? And Happy International if we missed one. Exactly. There we go. All right, so the topic for this particular podcast will be uh, in regards to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Rotten Tomatoes is, it's a website wh that aggregates uh, scores for movies, TV shows, whatever the case may be, um, into pretty much two standards. Uh, you have either the customer, uh, the consumer reviews, and you have the media reviews and so on and so forth. And from there... Anything, so it's a scale of 100, 100%. Anything below 60%, so 59 and lower, gets a rotten rating. Uh, anything above that until 85% or 90%, I believe, it's a, a fresh rating. And then anything above that is critically... Uh, critically certified fresh. Certified fresh. There we go. Sounds more like a female hygiene product than anything else. But yes. Um... <laughs> So that's essentially what what Rotten Tomatoes is now. With the years, um, there's been doubt cast. You no, know, there's been a lot of problems with Rotten Tomatoes in terms of what it, it does, 
the impact it has on the industry and so on and so forth. But one of the later, the late, latest um, things that kind of sprung up online and it's been uh, rumors have been flying around. Um, it's basically if, um, especially in the wake of Disney and Marvel, um, especially with The Last Jedi, uh, if uh, Rotten Tomatoes were bought off uh, ratings so they can get a high rating so that people can go and, and, uh, and watch the movies. So um, now this hasn't been confirmed as being true or not. This is only speculation. Where this is only basically we're just shooting the shit, uh, trying to see if, if what our opinions are uh, on this. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, is that something that's plausible, or is that something that you know it's just uh, background noise or whatever the case may be? Um, for me, I'm not sure if it's. I think it's plausible. I've been seeing that lately. Um, especially with Disney and Marvel, um, their ratings are sky high. Everything is certified fresh. Um, I, th I think most recently it was the last Star Wars movie um, that you saw that it had this 94% rating or something. It was certified fresh. And they were saying it's the greatest movie of all, the greatest Star Wars movie of all time, the best thing since Empire Strikes Back. And then suddenly, um, you know, the people started. Uh, giving in their two cents, and you saw there was the biggest discrepancy between Rotten Tomatoes and um, and Rotten Tomatoes and the public, basically, and where there was a big gap, and there was the biggest gap, I think like a 50-point gap between Rotten Tomatoes and people's opinion. So I'm not sure what happens. Usually the, there can be, like for me, like a 10%, 15% margin. But when you got like a 50% margin, there's something going on, I think. Uh, I'm not going to go into these uh, X-Files kind of thing that the government is taking over or whatever. But there is something going on. Like if you look even at all the Marvels, everything is certified fresh. And DC is is horrible. I mean, I think I think Justice League got 47%. And as as it's not a great movie by any chance, but I've seen much worse like Ghost Rider. And I think there's, I think there's something there. I don't know what it is, but there's something there. Okay. Do you know? Well, I never, I was never a, a, a huge fan of uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So whatever the usually, whatever their rating is, I usually like the, the opposite. So I never really paid attention to them. So this doesn't, I don't really care, <laughs> basically. But do you think they're, about, they're being influenced? Is what you think? Uh, you know what? I wouldn't put it's very. It's a very popular site, so I wouldn't put it past them that it, they're trying to manipulate it and they pay people to put reviews and uh, or they actually pay Rotten Tomatoes for that. I wouldn't be surprised at all. In today's society, everything seems to be manipulated, whether it's Facebook or you know. So, well, let's look at it this way: um, take away Rotten Tomatoes. Has it ever happened where publications just to know when you look at advertisements where it's like nine times uh, nine out of ten and nine point five out of ten and best movie since blah blah blah? I mean, it's been it's happened before. I mean, now you have to look at it objectively as well. Um, there's always been a disconnect between the population and critics, right? as well uh when you you know even 
uh, Roger Ebert or Siskel and Ebert when he used to review movies, sometimes their view was di a lot different. Like, they used to love a movie and then used to watch it and it was like, eh, all right, well, it's not that great. Rotten Tomatoes is not any different. Um, I would take... I, I probably would take the, the consumer rating more than Rotten Tomato rating themselves instead of, the, like, the media. Um more it's more in tune with what i think it is or uh, my views of what it is but in, but in general i'm not i'm not going to watch a movie based on rotten tomatoes i watch a movie based on if i want to watch it or not so it doesn't influence me in terms of going to see the movie or not um i didn't go see the last jedi um i haven't seen it yet and i didn't plan to see it because even if they would have told me it gave you a pot of gold at the end of every movie screening, um, I wouldn't have gone and seen it just because the last movie was a rehash of A New Hope in my eyes. And yeah, this one was apparently supposed to be really good, but ever, but it wasn't just Rotten Tomatoes, though. Um, if you looked at IGN, they raved about the movie. Um, a lot of other sites or YouTube videos... Uh, reviewing these things uh gave ma great reviews to the last jedi saying it was the best thing since this and i even even have buddies that actually did like it i have but there's this it's one of those movies that doesn't have a middle ground you don't have it's either you hate it or you liked it but there's no like in between where it's like well i kind of liked it i kind of didn't like it it was kind of in between so i personally think that it's possible that they got bought off, but it makes zero for me. Like Dino, it doesn't make any impact on my decision making going to watch a movie. I rather have an opinion from you when I say like, "Hey, how was the movie?" And you're saying, "Yeah, it's not. You know, it wasn't that great. This and that, or it really sucked." I have more value in that than you know going to a website and saying, "Oh yeah, it's ninety percent. Let's go see it." Yeah, but it does it does influence a lot of people with the, the the rotten tomatoes. And first of all, like Star Wars, I look the the best Star Wars in the last 10, 15 years is Rogue One. All the rest, I'm sorry, the last one, the last Jedi. I went with Steven. Steven, he's a you know, pure Star Wars fanatic compared to me. He was about to sleep. I was getting frustrated. It didn't make nothing made sense. It was the most stupidest. Could have been a B movie, more B movie than that. It, it was was ridiculous. How stupid. Then we hear people like, "Oh, it's not bad." I mean, how can Star Wars get a, a good rating as a, a Rotten Tomato? But then Justice League, which was very well done, better than most 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 movies, gets a, ba a bad one. So is Disney buying off ratings because like 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 Donald Trump does with the, the with the with computers and everything to to get, to influence people? Because for me, it, like Xavier was saying, Star Wars when it came out, not this one, the last Jedi, the one before that, Disney put pressure on the cinemas. It goes, look, oh, you put this much cin uh, this much theater of Star Wars? Or I'll give you Star Wars. So Hateful Eight had problems filling up the theaters because it was blocked, blocked off because of Star Wars. So it has to do a lot with the money, money. It's all the money, power, and everything, and that's and they know there's a, there's a, there is influence on in people that people do get judged by the internet with the rotten tomatoes and everything, and some people 
like like us were different. We, we listened to other people's view because that's the other thing. Rotten Tomatoes, we heard one thing, but then when I met people at the comic book stores, the reviews where everybody coming inside inside was the opposite of Rotten Tomatoes, especially like Justice League. The other one, I was one. I wasn't really motivated to go see, and every guy's like, "Oh, it was good." I go, "Not really." I goes, "Rotten Tomato," and everybody looks stupid a bit. But not everybody. They went. They loved it. Then Star Wars was the opposite. Everybody was coming in. They 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 started so stupid, and the one some of them were saying like, "Yeah, it was Star Wars ish." They're finding excuses to make Star Wars reasonable of why it was okay. You know, these pure Star Wars fanatic. But even then, I mean, Star Wars is a franchise that no matter who is, no matter how bad, how bad the movie is going to be, it's always going to make a ton of money, no matter what. You don't have to... Maybe Disney's more desperate than usual. He wants to make more and more money yeah, before... But it, it would be, it would be, yeah, but the thing is, I don't see why they would need to be desperate. Not at this point. Like, they're making money right now. They're making money. They made yeah. over a billion dollars. They're, they're, you know, and even with the biggest gap in Rotten Tomatoes versus the the public, it made one point one billion dollars worldwide. They have nothing to to, to prove. There's there's no desperate. I understand if this tanked and it bombed. The next one, yeah, there's there's pressure. But now, I, I, right now, financially speaking, there there is no pressure. One point one billion dollars. I heard one guy, he hated the first time once he saw Star Wars, and he had the gulls to go see it again to see if maybe he seen the movie in the wrong way because because he, the way he got uh, influenced by the to Rotten Tomatoes and other people goes, oh, maybe I went, I went there with a, with a different uh, view of how the movie should have been. And he would say, oh, it was, not, it was okay, better than I thought it would be. It's like, seriously. So automatically, it is working for what, 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 what uh, Walt Disney is doing. But but again, uh, the 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 Star Wars fan is a lot different from the average movie fan that goes to watch other movies. In a sense that to the 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 average Star Wars movie go, movie is gonna go watch the movie two, three, four, five times in some cases. Right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, it's rare to see that in a lot of different franchises, like even Indiana Jones or. There's people that may go see it once or twice, but they don't go three, four. That's why I kind of stopped going to see movies um, on either launch day or if because it's too packed. And if you yeah. go two, three weeks later, you have the people that just recite lines beside you. Well, <laughs> it, it, it defies the point of going to watch the movie. I'm sorry I did that, Phil. It was well, one time. I know. It was one time, Phil. One time. <laughs> You promised me something, and it never happened. No, um, but yeah, <laughs> but but he said because Stephen told me because the force was was in you. That's why that day. <laughs> that's what they call it now. Yes, exactly. That's he goes. He told me because that goes the Philip released the force. I took out my inner Yoda, right? That's what you're gonna tell me. Okay, all right. <laughs> and, and, and your lifesaver was a real lifesaver for Stephen. <laughs> but but that's the the um, that's. The thing about Star Wars, even if it's look, best example, the 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 prequels, episode one, two, and three, were not great movies by any means of oh, yeah. imagination. That's right. And how much they still made money. Like I mean, people went to see them, regardless, and they went numerous times. 
that's why I'm I'm wondering like there's no benefit for Disney in this case to go after to go after to to do these things. Uh, Marvel, same thing. Like uh, Marvel is in the sweet spot right now. They yeah, can't... Marvel, again, it's owned by Disney, huh? Okay, still the same the same. Okay, so it's still owned by Disney, but at the same time, they don't need to do it. They're in a sweet spot. No, because no, no, because Philip, because don't forget, if, Disney just bought Marvel uh, three, four years ago, so they want them to them. It's pro profit margin, profit, profit. Okay, but if, but if I would, okay, if I if I had to choose between Marvel doing a desperate move like that and paying off for Rotten Tomatoes reviews and DC, I would bet on DC a lot more than Marvel. Marvel doesn't need to do that. The same reason as Disney didn't need to do that. The, the Marvel uh, for, for Star Wars was going in with a good momentum. The last one, people were favorable towards it, even though it was a movie that was regarded as being a remake of A New Hope. But other than that, I mean, it, it like the people had favorable views, so people were going to go see this one anyways. And the same thing with Marvel. I mean, the majority of the Marvel movies that are out there, especially now with Black Panther, uh, you know, Ragnarok, which I just saw a few weeks ago on on, uh, on Xbox Video. Um, I, I, I liked it personally. It was a good movie. Uh, the movies are not bad movies. Yeah, people are getting uh, superhero fatigue to a point, but the movies themselves are not bad, at least in comparison to DC. No, I agree with you. Marvel has... Look, Marvel even... Be when Marvel was owned by by themselves, they never attacked DC. It was like there was was neutral. But ever since DC uh, DC got uh, Marvel got bought off by Walt Disney, uh, critics came out more aggressive against DC. You know, it's like the Justice League that came out. It was pretty well done compared to Batman vs Superman. That was a really, I mean, more rotten tomato than that. It was incredible the dialogue and everything. Was was but still was less worse than Star Wars: The Return of the, uh, the Last Jedi. But the ratings that Just League got was bad, and I, I didn't see how come was that bad. That's what because because not because DC is in the ball game. They're playing the. I find they're getting involved with the dirty ball. Marvel one before was owned by Marvel. There wasn't none none. none Marvel slashing out of DC or DC slashing out against Marvel. It was very play on a playful ground. They were, like, they were all each for themselves, and they were like saying congratulations to the other, the other company, and everything. But ever since Disney got involved, it changed a bit. Yeah, I I think it's more fan based. I think it's DC fans versus Marvel fans. Uh, no, I, I'm not sure if it's necessarily Mar uh, Disney attacking DC. I think maybe. Disney is affecting the ratings. Yeah, but I think when it comes to Marvel and Marvel and DC, those are fan-based critiques, and I think the fans are going against each other. And you know, and that's again not my thing. I think watch both movies and enjoy both. Why? Why compare? Why? Why go after each other? They both have something to offer. You know. Look, I'm. I was. I'm. I was uh, more Marvel when I want to see the Avengers. Uh, number two with the Ultra, Age of Ultron, and I and I couldn't stand that movie. I thought it was the most stupidest Marvel movie ever, and I was a pure Marvel fan. Now I'm, I read more DC, but I still love Thor, the Ragnarok. 
uh, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming was well done. You know, uh, Black Patch, forget about it. It, it hit, it hit the ball off the, off the ballpark. But I still appreciate Justice League. And when, when I was watching Batman vs. Superman, I, w- I was already turning into more DC because the comic books got better quality and was more realistic. Couldn't stand Batman vs. Superman. I find it was the most stupidest movie of DC. But even though I read comic books more of DC, I was being realistic. What will, the, the, I was being realistic in the, my point of view that what I judge the movie by what I like. And I didn't care if it was Marvel, DC, uh, Chapuka Puka, whatever company it was. If I, I like it, I, I like it. I like company. <laughs> but whatever it is, I, my, my view was open. Like, I'm a, I'm a Trekkie. I love Star Trek. But Star Wars, I, I'm open for it. And Rogue One, I was impressed. I was like, wow, Star Wars could actually make a war with me being a Trekkie because it was well done. Until the next two Star Wars came out, I'm like, okay, forget about it. It was stupid. But I'm always willing to give it a chance and be going there with an open, open eye view. That's and, my point. And, 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 uh... On the topic of, of Star Trek, I, I'm more—I I consider myself more of a Trek fan than a Star Wars fan. I love you, Philip. I, I myself—I've—it's it's just me. It's like—I—I've always associated more with Star Trek than than Star Wars. I see realistic science. Well, yeah, but I, I still—I like—I do appreciate Star Wars. It's—it's it's different. It's—it's—it's it's, it's a different type of sci-fi you know it's it's fantastic it's it's you know you can get yeah, it. but it's but Star Trek, stupid it, yeah but it, it i mean i can see how people can get immersed in that world star trek is more of a realistic approach which is another style or another way of making a movie now what i used to always um years ago uh you know when you used to say you were more of a trek fan than star wars um, a lot of Star Wars fans, you say, yeah, 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 you know, Star Trek is diluted, blah, blah, blah. It's not as good because, you know, they have bad movies, this and that. But now you're starting to see, you know, that they're, you know, in a big franchise, when you're continuing and you're branching out, you're going to have some bad movies and you're going to have some ones that are not as good or because especially the pedestal for the original three or episode four, five and six was so high that you know, I, for me, it was unrealistic that would it, they would ever achieve that level of because you have to appreciate it for what it was. For what it was back then, in terms of you know, computer graphics, in terms of a lot of other stuff that they brought to the to the plate. Oh yeah, it broke, it broke ground. You know, you have to appreciate for what it was. So the the pedestal was really really high, whereas Star Trek was always along the lines of the idealism of human race, right? The ideal human race would be what? It would be that we discover new races. We go and dis- discover, we go to explore. We, you know, and the technology wanted, believe, either you want to believe it or not, a lot of the stuff that was on Star Trek kind of became stuff that's been creating now or it's influenced science in some way, shape or form. You know, you can, there's a lot. Of, there's a you can. There's a YouTube video that actually goes through all the different things, like the flip phone, which essentially just a try. You know, it's just a communicator that they had in the original, the original Star Trek stuff like yeah. that, or the iPad in the Star Trek: The Next Generation. The idea of that, you no, know, just touch the screen and everything gives you information. 
um, they're people are going to start realizing that, you know what, it's not easy to create, regardless if it's George Lucas doing anything or if it's another director, it's not easy to you know, maintain a same level. I don't think there's any franchise that has the same level of quality throughout the whole franchise. You can look at Indiana Jones, Star Trek, Star Wars. Mission uh, Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah, I think better. No, Mr. No. It's the first one that they're getting better and better. Man. Yeah, James Bond is going downwards. No, in Star Trek, the last three, look, the last the three Star Treks of the, the the latest one, they're all very good. I wasn't a fan of I wasn't a fan of the second one. I liked the last one. I liked the first one. I wasn't a fan of the second one. With Khan, I found it was a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm used to seeing. You no, know, to me, the Wrath of Khan is one of the better movies. In the yeah, it is. Universe. Yeah. Um, I I just didn't. I understand they tried to do something a little different with them. Well, they tried to make it more realistic. Yeah, a, but I just Wars. You know, I, I just I couldn't get into that particular movie. It's not a bad movie per se. I just for me it wasn't what what I like about that movie. Um, however, back on topic. Um, so basically, I guess. Our consensus is the possibility is there for them to buy them off. We don't actually believe that they would need to necessarily, but the possibility is always there the same way as uh, people on YouTube get paid off to do reviews for certain re you know, products or for movies or whatever the case may be. Um, there was a big discrepancy for uh, The Last Jedi. Um, there was a big disconnect there. But I don't think they needed to do any kind of advertising. Well, first of all, the um, the uh, the marketing campaign behind the Last Jedi was insane. A regular Bell commercial, you know, for Five TV, had Star Wars themes, which had nothing to do with the movie. It was just there to promote the movie. Yeah, like that. The, that's to the extent where Star Wars was everywhere. So I don't think they needed to buy off. Sorry. Yeah. Then also Nissan with the Rogue One, Rogue, they were publicizing Rogue One. And that's Cars. Cars yeah. publicizing Star Wars. Yeah. So, in, in the end, I think the I think we're all under the same, we're under, we, we have the same conclusion. It's something that could be possible. Um, like every other rating system that's out there, it could be rigged if really want, if, they, if people really wanted to. Um, at least for myself and for Dino, it doesn't really influence us per se to go in and watch movies. Um, I don't know about you guys, uh, Stephen and John. John. It doesn't influence. I'll look at it, but just to see like what the rating is, and then I'll go in and make my own decision. But I mean, I, if I would see like you know, Rotten Tomatoes gives it like a ten percent, I I kind of figured there may be something wrong here. Yeah. But I, I take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Yeah, I me mean, same thing. Like. If if it get gets a bad review, then I'm like, okay, I'll wait until it comes comes on the Netflix or DVD or whatever. I won't I'll motivate. But most often, the certain movies I see trailers, I have to go see it. I go and in certain movies, I go I go I go on cheap night. So in case they are right, it won't hurt my po it won't hurt my pocket as much as it's supposed to or my pride in the same same sense. You know what? I think it makes a difference if you're on the fence about something. So if you're really passionate about something regardless if they you know 
people say it's a horrible movie, you're going to go see it anyways because you want to go see it. And if you deem that it's a crappy movie to start off with, you're not going to go see it anyways. So I think it's mostly people that, well, I don't know, should I go see this movie or not? Let's see what Rotten Tomatoes sa- says. And if it says like 30%, I'll fuck it. I'll go watch movie XYZ instead. I think it's more for the people that are on the fence than it's true. If I if there's a preview that I want to go see, I'll go see it. I'll go see the movie or I'll, I'll want to watch it at one point. Um, but for me, it's not something that's – it's not the end-all be-all, let's be honest, for me. So, all right. So that's uh, – you guys have anything else to say? No, I said enough. We're good. We're good. Well, then shut the hell up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so that was the show for today. Um, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, uh, it's uh, twitter.com slash aroundtable with two R's, A-R-R. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook as well at aroundtable.ca. Uh, you can send us a message, uh, your feedback or comments to table at gmail.com oh I'll sorry all round table there's no a so a l l r o u n d a b l e at gmail.com and to go see our latest reviews uh, you can go to aroundtable.ca um, I know last week I posted a um, an old school cartoon review uh, that nobody remembers called cops and uh, and how it really does not age very well. Um, and there's a ton of other uh, movies and reviews that you can go watch as well. So, all right, guys, have a good week. And talk you to too. Next time. Have a good Peace. Peace. Piacci. <laughs>